0: Welcome to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On The Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 190. I'm so glad that you have joined me today. I'm going to recommend more books today and many of you will be interested in what I recommend because these are all related to Israel in some way or another. Some that I will recommend to you will have to do with historical geography, the history of Israel. I have written a lot of material on this and God willing in the next five years I will put into print some of those things and through 45 years of traveling to Israel I'm going to do my very best to leave a legacy for the next generation. Until that time comes, and always you will be able to have these great classics that I'm going to recommend to you. Some of the books are very difficult to get. Some of them will have to be picked up in Israel. Others can be bought at various places online. They're good resource material. The older I get, I use reference material more than any. I rarely look at a commentary except to check myself on historical commentaries and theological commentaries to make sure I'm not the only one that has this particular interpretation or belief. Let me say to you, if you have something that you think is novel and new and you're the only one that has it, you're probably wrong. And so I would go back and check, but that's the reason I use commentaries. I have thousands of volumes of books that I'm about to give away over the course of the next 12 months, more than likely. I'm looking for a library I can give them to that will use them for God's glory. They're like old friends of mine, thousands of old friends that I've read through, looked through. I'm getting to the point where I want to see them used more than what I am able to do. Because most of what I'm doing now, I'm doing out of the primary source material, the Hebrew and the Greek text. Text, historical sources, I'm no longer just looking at commentaries to get material. Now I'm trying to cut the material down to where it is bite size for everyone that I minister to and for those that I will minister to after the Lord takes me to heaven. Now I pray that we all go together in the rapture of the church. Uh, you can see a previous podcast if you want to know where I stand on that. But let me just uh, get right into this. First of all, let me recommend to you historical geographies. The old classic that I'm going to recommend to you is The Historical Geography of the Holy Land, especially in relation to the history of Israel and the early church. Now, that's a mouthful of a title, but all you need to remember is George Adam Smith. George Adam Smith, Historical Geography. And if you type that in and you search for it, you will, it will come up. It is a lengthy book written by an Englishman. He toured the Holy Land, made notes everywhere, and some of the greatest language that you can imagine. Is in this book and as written as only an Englishman can do. It is very descriptive. And many of the things that he's described are still today relevant and pertinent, even though it was done primarily in the 1800s. And so I want you to, if you get an opportunity, pick up George Adam Smith's book, The Historical Geography of the Holy Land, especially in relation to the history of Israel and the early church. Now, for a more modern look, Oxford Archaeological Guides has put out a book by Murphy O'Connor, Jerome Murphy O'Connor. It's called The Holy Land. It's a travel guide to over 200 sites with maps, plans, and photographs. It is a good source to look and to find, just in a classical sense, a lot of what many of you want to find. I want to recommend a book to you that you can pick up from different places. When you're at Israel, the best place to get this that I have found is The Garden Tomb, but it is called Living in the Time of Jesus of Nazareth by Peter Connolly. Living in the Time of Jesus of Nazareth by Peter Connolly. Now, what it is, it is a book that will help you to understand the culture of what was taking place during the time of Jesus. And they have some of the greatest, architectural renderings and pictorial renderings of what the homes would have looked like, what the clothing would have looked like. Very well researched. For instance, the contents of Herod the Great. That's a pretty good place to start in a historical figure related to Jesus. It will tell you about the flight to Masada, and it'll have pictures of Masada, drawings of Masada that will blow your mind. Alexander Janus, who coined the Lepton. That is, he minted the Lepton. The widow's mite is what we call it from the Bible. The coming of Rome in wake of Caesar, the invasion of the Parthians, king of the Jews, the struggle for Judea, Antony and Cleopatra, the death of the high priest, the inevitable disaster, another about face, the death of Miriam, all of this having to do with Herod the Great, Pontius Pilate and Jesus, the years of Archelaus, government from Rome. Jesus of Nazareth, the last years of Pilate, a maniac at Rome, Agrippa, the death of a God, and all of these have to do with the rise of the zealots during that time, and the government, the assassins and messiahs and all of the things that are behind the scenes during the days of Jesus before and after. Vespasian and his march to Jerusalem in 67, 68, 69, and then uh, 70 with the taking over of Jerusalem. It talks about the fall of the Galilee, the massacres at Jerusalem. The siege begins, uh, the Antonio Fortress falls, the destruction of the temple, and the end of Judea. All of the drawings in here are absolutely wonderful now it's a book of only about 90 pages but it is a, a large book and a, like a coffee table book and it is tremendous and it will bless you in every way then i want to if you're interested in the temple or anything about the temple excavations and if not you should be because it's fascinating i would encourage you to get a lot mazar E I L A T Mazar, M A Z A R, is the complete guide to the Temple Mount Excavation. And after all, he should know about that because he's the one that did it. Along by his side was Lean L E E N and Kathleen. Rittenmeyer, R I T M E Y E R. He has a series of monographs and books that uh, he wrote. He's an architectural archaeologist. Many times you see these beautiful drawings of what the temple would have been during the days of Jesus. That's usually done by Lean or Kathleen Rittenmeyer. He is still alive today in England. We have bought some of the rights to his materials so that we can print them and copy them in the books that I have printed over the years and written. But one that you can just pick up, again, you're talking about 70 pages, The Ritual of the Temple in the Time of Christ. He has others that he's written, all of them having to do with the temple Jerusalem in the year 30 AD and all of these have so many drawings that are wonderful and these are printed by Carta in Jerusalem, the publisher Carta C-A-R-T-A. You have a series of these books, Understanding the Boat from the Time of Jesus. Those of you who have gone to Israel with me, we always go by what's called the Jesus Boat at Naf Gennesar in the Valley of Gennesaret below Arbel near Migdal and you'll remember that. Well, Carta has put together on understanding that boat tells all about it and what uh, the boats would have looked like. It has drawings. It just helps you to understand what these things would look like because many of us in the West, we just don't understand how these things looked. We have our own imagination and, and what we might have seen in a Sunday school picture somewhere or in a Bible that was written or that was published way before any of these things were found. But you don't have to wonder about what they look like, because many of these things, they have architectural renderings based upon archaeological finds now, and you can see what it looks like. And remember, the Bible is a Jewish book. It's written by Jews, to Jews, primarily for Jews. It's a Middle Eastern book, and so we don't know these things, and if we don't study them, we never will, and we'll be in the dark. Understanding the Holy Temple, Jesus knew the background to key gospel events. Uh, Carta in Jerusalem publishes one by that title, Understanding Great People of the Bible, an introductory atlas to biblical biography. Just absolutely wonderful stuff that you can read with maps and with all kinds of drawings. Just fascinating, and you will love it. Let me recommend another book to you called Enter His Gates to Your Jewish Roots, and it's by Susan Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S. And what it does, I've used this with my own grandchildren, but in this book called Enter His Gates to Your Jewish Roots, it's about a uh, hundred pages, ninety or a hundred pages, and it deals with Torah, what that is, and and it'll have about two pages, big pages on each one of these. This is a full size, eight and a half by eleven book. Most of these books I've been recommending are that, and uh, they'd be what we call coffee table books. But it deals with Torah, and it has scrolls drawn out for you, the menorah, the mezuzah, what all of these are, a skull cap or kippa. And uh, you have a prayer shawl, a shofar, the Shabbat, the Havdalah, the three pilgrimage festivals, Passover, Shavuot, and Sukkot, Hanukkah, Purim, or Purim, as it's called, blessings, the uh, teflim, that is the boxes that would go around the arm, on the back of the hand, on the forehead, the breastplate, the seven species, the seven what we call first fruits, the Jewish calendar. All of that is dealt with in this book in a way that you can turn around and teach it to others once you know. And so these are just great, great books to have. A couple of others and I'll be finished. I mentioned Lean Rentmeyer earlier. I think the definitive book on the Jewish Temple. That was in the days of Jesus, what was called the second temple. There's only been two temples in Jerusalem, one that was built by Solomon. It lasted from about 960 B.C. before Christ down to 586, and it was destroyed for 70 years. They had no central worship place. They were in exile just like from their worship center, just like the prophets said they would be for 70 years. And then in 516, uh, the second temple was built Sometimes that's called Zerubbabel's Temple. And it was worked on and uh, expanded by the Hasmoneans, that is the Maccabees and their descendants. But then Herod the Great... Started his renovations that lasted for decades. And that would have been the temple, the second temple that Jesus walked in and taught in and all around that complex. That's the second temple that was being remodeled over and over again. It was destroyed in 70 AD by Vespasian's son Titus. We call him Titus, of course. Vespasian was called back to Rome and Titus, ultimately his son, took over the battle and uh, destroyed Jerusalem, while Vespasian went back to take over the role of Caesar. And so, Lean Rittmeyer has put all of the drawings of his monographs, his single volumes together, in a book called The Quest Revealing the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And what he does, he gives you all the theories that you're going to learn about where the Holy of Holies could have been, all of those kinds of details, where this was, where that was, what this was for, what that was for. It's just absolutely fascinating. I hope that you will pick up that when you can. It's kind of an expensive book. It's about 50 bucks most of the time. So that's pretty expensive for a book, but not for a reference book. And finally, let me share with you a book that is one of a kind. It is the greatest two volumes anywhere on earth that have to do with historical geography, I believe, in picture form. That is the Holy Land Satellite Atlas Volumes 1 and 2. Now, these are out of print. I have the last of the Volume 2 that is available. I have a couple of hundred copies of those that I can make available to you. And if you'll contact me at questions at tonycrisp.org, I'll be delighted to send you a copy of that. I'll give you the cost and so forth. Volume 1, there's only a few of those left. And I keep those for students that I... training and teaching, just tremendous books that give you the Holy Land view from the satellite then from about you know what I call the 30,000 feet look. then you have the aerial views of all the great sections of the Holy Land from Damascus all the way to Egypt. And many of the sites in Egypt. And then it gives you on the ground pictures. These are all 70 millimeter pictures. They are absolutely spectacular. And it is the book that I use to teach in the classroom, the historical geography. And if you understand these books, you will understand the geography, why God did what he did at the certain places he did them from a geographical standpoint and where they fit into history. So I hope this helps and God bless you as you walk on the way and study. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast.